Bros. This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we don't have a whole lot to talk about in Adventures in Hunting. Uh, with pop figures, we got some new X-Men uh, figures coming out. Um, and that's all we got in Pops. Then in Blu-rays, we got four new movies that we're going to be discussing a little bit. Um, and then just because the world's still shut down, we don't have any new trailers and nothing's new in the box office. Uh, so we will be skipping right or getting right into our main event of the evening, which will be a Mrs. Doubtfire Dreamcast. So... This is going to be way fun. <laughs> this is. Yeah. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Let's do it. Hey, guys. What's up? This is Donnie, and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling, the list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. Okay, first up in Adventures in Hunting, uh, with the new pop figures, we have some new X-Men pops, and these are the X-Men from the movies. I never and thought these they figures, would make these. Oh, these figures are bitchin'. <laughs> they really are. I need that Cyclops. I need that Nightcrawler, and at least one of those Wolverines. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with the Jean Grey, um, but I also might want to get Beast. <laughs> Beast looks really cool. Yeah, he looks way cool. You don't want... Uh, wait, which Wolverine, though? I don't know. I like the one where he's just in the white shirt, but I also really like the suit. <laughs> I'd go with the suit, but that's just me. Yeah, it, it might just end up being whichever one I find first. <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, do you have the picture pulled up at all? I don't. Okay, I got you. Um. So, uh, starting off with these, uh, we first got a uh, Wolverine uh, with this kind of classic uh, white tank top uh, and jeans, and then he uh, is. I don't. What is this like kind of pose that he's in? I don't know what to call it. Like he has his arms crossed. Just say his that. Ex- or maybe his Wakandan pose. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So he's in his Wakandan pose with his uh, claws out. And then next up we got Jean Grey uh, hovering. And then she yeah. got... I don't, I don't know what shit she's got all over her face. She's uh, kind of got the... Or it's the cracks from X3. There we go. That's what it is. Yeah, when she was going all dark phoenix on everyone. Their first time, and even though there's and their second time really didn't work out either. 
It's just because they got so many story aspects wrong. That's true. Like, I think they had the right crew to do it. It's just they executed it so poorly. Yeah, they really did. Hopefully Marvel doesn't touch the Dark Phoenix storyline for a while. Yeah, give it ten years. Uh, Then after that, we got Cyclops, uh, which, like I said, is definitely one that I need. This one is fantastic. Um, He's kind of just in, like, a battle pose, and gosh, he looks awesome. Yeah, I need that one, definitely. Um, And then after that, we got Beast in his kind of casual, I don't know if you want to call it a casual look, but he's in a suit and tie, and he's reading a book, and he's got his... uh, glasses in a kind of like a granny mode and looking fly as ever <laughs> uh, hell yeah <laughs> then next up we got rogue i think this is rogue right uh white hair yep yep okay that would be rogue okay yeah so we got rogue with just her uh right hand out and I mean, it's it's plain, but, you know, it still looks cool. Yeah, that's the issue with, like, the the same costume for everyone. Yeah, that's true. Because, like, if it was her classic costume, like, where it was all green with the yellow boots, that would have been, like, super cool. Well, I mean, but... I think they've already made a pop of that, haven't they? In that in that form? Yeah, that was, like, the, the comic book one. Yeah. But, I mean, that was the, the main issue that I had with the X-Men movies. It's just their suits. Yeah, all of them just wore all black. Yeah, it was kind of annoying. Yeah, it, it, like, they need variation. And that's what I loved so much about um, the new X-Men movies. Um, and I'm so bummed out that we got to see a tease of their comic accurate suits at the end of X-Men Apocalypse. And then they just then throw they that out. The... Freaking... Yeah, they didn't even use them. <laughs> nope. Just threw that out the window in um, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, like what the hell was... I don't know what they were thinking. Like, Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> if I mean, if you didn't want to go with those specific costumes, at least go with an updated version of them. I mean, come on. That's 20th century. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, next up we got Nightcrawler, which is one that Caleb absolutely needs. Yes, I freaking love Nightcrawler. He's actually one of my top five uh, Marvel superheroes. It's a good choice. He's a really good character. Uh, I don't know how to describe his outfit, though. Got some like circus pants going on, and yeah, it's just the pants that he was wearing in. Uh, which one was he introduced in X two? Yeah, I think it was X two. Yeah, I think th- yeah, it's just the clothes that he was wearing in X two. Like he didn't really have a suit; he was just wearing kind of his normal clothes. That's true. Uh, next up, we got Storm in her suit, and. Uh... She's she's doing her thing. I don't know how else to explain this. <laughs> Is it lightning? Yeah. <laughs> so technically, yeah, she's doing her thing. She's doing her thing. She's... 
Oh, good hell. <laughs> uh, next up, we got uh, Wolverine in his uh, final costume. I don't know. Do I want to call it that? Final costume? I wouldn't say it's his final costume. Because I think the, the white shirt is from X3. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, and I think that that suit is from X2. Or oh. X1 and X2. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, he's he's in a black suit with yellow stripes or yellow all over it, and then uh, he's in like a battle pose with his uh, claws out, ready to pounce. It's yeah, pretty cool. I really I re- cool. I really want this one. Um, and then you got uh, Jean Grey. Did I say Jean Grey? Yeah, I meant Mystique. I'm sorry. Good hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, wait, weren't there only one Jean Grey pop? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so next up we got Mystique uh, crouching down with one hand on the floor. Nothing really special. Um, And then we got Professor Xavier uh, in his wheelchair. uh, And that's really it. Just him in his wheelchair. Uh, And then you got Magneto. And both Professor X and Magneto are like the um, Patrick Stewart and uh, Sir Ian McKellen versions. It's not, uh... oh my gosh, what are their names? I know them. Give me a minute. Ooh, boy, you're going to get failed yeah. so hard. Just just fail me already. I forgot him. <laughs> Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy. Bitch. Damn it, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, you suck. All right. All right. So we after... need to get back into the doing fail counter. We really do, because I have something in mind already for you, what I want to get you. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, and then next up, where the hell did these pictures go? We have two, so we got two exclusives. Um, we have a metallic mystique, uh, which will be coming to Target, and it's the exact same pose as uh, the common. She's just metallic. That's um, dumb. And then we got, it. It is, but what can you do? I don't know. Like, I think <laughs> it would have been cool to do literally anyone else. Like, yeah, why not do a metallic Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, but you had to yeah, go with the stupid one with Mystique. <laughs> like, a flocked Mystique would have made more sense than a metallic. It on Yeah, it probably would have. Yeah, I mean, even though I don't think that Mystique is, like, fur. Or, what the hell, why not a flocked beast? Yeah, that would make the most sense. <laughs> right? Out of all of these, that would make the most sense for a store exclusive, is a flocked beast. Yeah, that would have made way more sense. Um, but then, besides Mystique, we got a Walmart exclusive Magneto, where he is hovering and sticking out his hand, about to do some damage. Yeah, and that's the Fastbender version, isn't it? 
Uh, kind of looks like it. Let me see. Does uh, yes, yeah, yeah. It's the Fastbender one. Nice. So I think I might get that one actually. Is yeah, it up for pre-order cool. already? I'll be damned. Oh, it's, already up. it's already Dude, up for pre-order. Speaking of pre-order, this is like not in relation. Are Is that all the, the X-Men pops? Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So back when they first freaking announced it, was with which Comic-Con was it? I think it was New York Toy Fair maybe, where they announced the, uh, that, the Avenger video game pops. Yeah. Yeah. So, way back when, when they announced those, they had a Walmart-exclusive Hulk from the Avengers video game, and I just got an email from Walmart saying that they canceled my order. Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little... So, dang it, no, because I don't want to spoil what I was going to get you for um, if I I lose this month. No, it was the Walmart-exclusive, like the skeleton... Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, I know. I mean... Are you the reason I mean, they canceled my order? <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying that Linden Walmart, uh, the last time I was there a couple days ago, uh, they had a shit ton of them. Oh, serious? Yeah. So, I, one. I was gonna go back one, go back and uh, grab you one for when I lost, but you just ruined the surprise. Yeah, well, I want the one I pre-ordered. <laughs> actually, oh, so um, the, yeah, so I actually the one I like, buy you email. isn't good enough. <laughs> no, it's just I don't know if they like they didn't say anything in the email about like refund, even though I know that they probably did. Yeah, I'm sure it's they did. just I want what I ordered because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's horseshit. Like it comes that out and then they freaking are like, oh yeah, it's. Nope. That is horseshit. Yeah. I agree with that. Freaking retarded. <laughs> okay, I so. want to go off... Uh, I got a pre-order story, too. Well, it's kind of not a pre-order story. But, so, as many of you know, if you uh, listened to our podcast and uh, looked at our uh, Facebook and Instagram for our Adventures in Hunting uh, post posted by yours truly, um, <laughs> Birds of Prey came out this past uh, last week and uh, Best Buy had an exclusive steelbook. And for some reason, uh, it was saying it was sold out, you know, it wasn't available within 250 miles of me. And I don't even think any stores actually got the steelbook. That's from what I'm getting. Um, but it kept saying sold out. I'm like, wait, what? How is that possible when no one went to see this movie? Like, so I'm checking it throughout the day, just constantly, constantly. Finally, I think it was around 5 o'clock. I log in and it says add to cart. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to do it right now. So I do it as fast as I can. I'm like, get it in. And it's saying like, oh, uh, you know, um, uh, it should ship by June, uh, June 18th. I'm like, okay, holy shit. That's a long while away, but you know, at least I got it. Um, and then I get a couple, a uh, couple days ago, I get a, uh, email saying, oh, your, uh, your order will arrive by May 18th. I'm like, oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I go on Best Buy's website. It's still in stock right now. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't have to freak out and buy it. <laughs> Oh, dude, isn't that the worst? It is, but at least I got it, so, you know. Yeah. At least I'm looking at it that way. Dude, I've, I've 
feel like I hear a lot of issues with pre-orders from Walmart. Um, every once in a while, the uh, like the Funko shop, but that's like usually when it's like sold out. Um, who else cancels a lot? Oh, Entertainment Earth, I feel has a lot oh, of yeah, issues. I've heard of that too. And Best Buy. Yeah, dude. Honestly, I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a Funko Pop. I pre-ordered Steelbooks many, many of times, but I don't think I've ever pre-ordered a Funko Pop. Yeah, I, I'm i trying to remember if I pre-ordered any. The only ones that I would have pre-ordered were Hulk figures, and I don't think I you did. You don't say! <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I did it with like the uh, the colored chrome ones. So the well, yeah, because I bought those for you. I got those for you. Not all of them. I thought I did. Yeah, I got all the Chrome ones for you. Well, I paid you for most of them. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, didn't no, I? I got the the blue one. Didn't I? N- no, no, I got them all for you. No, because the first ones I had were purple and orange. No, it's purple and blue. Purple, because I got those together. Okay, maybe it was. I got you. those at AF Walmart. Okay, hey, don't be trying to one? take credit for my work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to, which one did I get? <laughs> okay, I don't know which one I got then. <laughs> but yeah, it, I uh, I don't think I've I've pre-ordered the the skeleton Hulk would have been my first pre-order. And freaking Walmart screws that up. <laughs> thanks to Walmart. Yeah, thanks. You never come through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's there's a reason every, everyone calls you a freaking discount target. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Uh, so that's all the uh, pop figure stories we got for today. <laughs> yep. Uh, moving on to Blu-rays, we got four new movies coming out. Uh, first up, we got The Boy 2, which I have not seen. I have neither, and I haven't even seen the first Boy, but I heard the sequel sucked, so mm. I have no interest in seeing this one. Yeah, I I don't think I will either. Uh, next up, we got The Way Back. Which stars Ben Affleck himself. And I've actually heard this movie's... I mean, I can't remember if it was well-received. I mean, I'll watch it just because it's Ben Affleck. Yeah, I... I'll watch anything What's this movie about? Uh... Because I I don't remember... I don't remember this movie. Or recall this movie. So... So it's about uh so oh my gosh I told I I totally just blanked on his <laughs> on his name um oh my gosh what Ben Affleck dude I Ben Affleck thank you good hell dude, Rose how did I just I don't know how I just blanked on that what's wrong with me yeah you just said it like five times sorry. Uh, so apparently it's about, I guess he used to be a high school basketball superstar, um, but he walked away from the game for unknown reasons, and then years later, 
He's stuck in a meaningless job and struggling with alcoholism, the very thing that ruined his marriage. And then uh, he gets a shot at redemption when he becomes the basketball basketball coach for, um, I guess, the school he went to. Or wait, no, sorry, for Alma Mater, which is a program that has fallen on hard times since his teenage glory days. Okay, so yeah, so it is his old high school. Mm. I mean, it's it received good reviews. It got an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. Kind of sounds like a basic story. Yeah, but Ben Affleck's in it, so I'm sold. I'm just going to keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, the next Blu-ray that we got coming out is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, and so this one will be getting a standard Blu-ray release along with a 4K release, and then it will also be getting a Best Buy exclusive Steelbook, which, of course, I have to pick that up because it's freaking awesome, because Sonic is on the front, and then uh, Dr. Robotnik is on the back, and then it has Sonic running for the inside artwork, and it's awesome, and I need it, and yeah. Hell yeah. This is a great movie. We highly recommend that you go see this. Yes, or we really do get it. Or I mean, buy, I guess you can't yeah, go buy see it or it. rent it. <laughs> yeah, you really. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, go go check this movie out. It's really it's a lot better than we were expecting it to be. Yes, it really was. Uh, then the last Blu-ray that we got is Onward, the Pixar Which... movie. I really wish performed better at the box office, and it really pisses me off that it did. Well, it kind of got caught <laughs> at a real shit moment in theater theatrical history, but it really hit that, its stride true. with Disney Plus. I feel. Yes, I agree. That's what I've heard. So thank goodness. Yeah. Um. So this will be getting just a regular Blu-ray and 4K release, as well as a Target exclusive digibook. Or Digipack, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I don't think there's anything else special about it. I think it's just a Digipack. Yeah, so yeah, it's a Digipack that comes with a gallery book. Um, and then it will be getting as well a, a, the, 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 a Best Buy exclusive steel book, which this is, uh, I think it's an interesting, um, choice for the steelbook uh the front and back are actually uh barley's vest um or like you know like close-ups of his vest and so like it has uh like on one like on the front it has a pin of uh barley's van guinevere uh the magical staff and then a, a trash can with a unicorn in it and then the back of it has uh, the tape that says "Dad" on it, and then uh, the um, the Manticore sword. And then uh, the inside just has the whole cast. Picture of the whole cast. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. I think. I mean, of course, I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> what kind of question is that? <laughs> Gosh, you're such a Pixar whore. <laughs> Me buy a steel, yeah. Me buy a not buy a Pixar steel book. What you talking about, Willis? Oh, <laughs> uh, good hell! Don't judge me. 
Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> uh, dude, I swear, freaking Pixar just bends you over the table every time they come out with a new movie. Damn right. Yeah. And I take it like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, before we get any more inappropriate. How, why do I have a... Fe- okay. Wait, sorry. Really quickly. Why do I have a feeling that you're going to use that for the uh, teaser? <laughs> because you know damn well I'm going to. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Sorry. Continue. So, before we get even more inappropriate, let's move on to the main event <laughs> of the evening, which is going to be our let's Mrs. Doubtfire Dreamcast. Recommended by my sister. Hell yeah. Woo! Thanks, Christina. Time for the main event. It's main event. Let's play game. All right, for this week's main event, like we said, we are going to be pitching our own ideas for a Mrs. Doubtfire movie. And from what we've gathered, because we haven't talked about this, but we do know that we have very different ideas for this movie. Yes. So we decided that we were going to do kind of a two-in-one uh, Dreamcast. Uh, so Rose is going to pitch his idea for uh, another Mrs. Doubtfire, and then I will pitch my idea for another Mrs. Doubtfire. And from what we can gather, I think Rose's is more of a remake. Yeah. And then mine is more of a reboot. Which, if you've watched Jay and Silent Bob reboot, you know that there's a difference. (laughs) It's true. It's very true. Yeah. So, I will let you take us with the first pitch. Damn it. Why did I have a feeling you were going to have me go first? (laughs) Well... All right, so mine is just uh, simply called Doubtfire. Dropping the misses. Okay. Even though he's still going to be called Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, so the only cast that I have so far is Jack Black. He's going to be playing Mrs. Doubtfire. And I think Christi- I think uh, Christina actually said that she wanted Jack Black. Ooh. Didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. So... I'm going with your wishes, sis. Um, <laughs> uh, so, this is how my story goes. So, Chandler, a 45-year-old bachelor. So, um, Jack Black, I think he's 55. I think if he just dye his hair, I think he can maybe pass for 45, maybe closer to 50. I think it would de-age him enough just shaving the beard. There, that's a good point. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's mostly know. his beard that's all gray. Like, I don't think his hair is is all that gray. That's a good point. So, okay, and he's fifty five. 
Yeah, I know, right? I was shocked too. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah, so Chandler, a 45-year-old bachelor, has been trudging through life since he lost his fiance uh, 15 years ago to a drunk driver. He has had numerous sessions of therapy, and even though he says he is fine, his friends know he uses humor to hide it all deep inside. After being let go from numerous retail jobs, including Walmart, uh, Target, and Best Buy, uh, because of his uh, dry humor and comedy towards customers, uh, he decides to try something different. While on Facebook, he discovers a job posting for a nanny. The only problem is Shannon, a mother of four, is only looking for a female nanny. So, I do you think that's like a little too sexist for 2020? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what what year? would that not be considered sexist or at least not as sexist as it would nowadays? You know what you could do to like make it a little bit more not believable, but just something. So it it fixes that. What? So have it be like, maybe he has a negative interaction with her, with the person that's hiring for the nanny at the beginning, just something just crazy freaking happens. Right. And then he sees the job list and goes there, sees it's her, and it's just be like, shit, I'm perfect for this job, but I can't get it because she knows who the hell I am. And then he wants to go do the the change. Love it. Okay. Yes. I love (laughs) that. See, you're always so good at fixing my stories. I love it. You're so good, man. I do that with, like, uh, every movie, dude. <laughs> Everyone's just like, oh, well, this was a big plot hole. And I'm like, no, no, no. Not if you think this. <laughs> but it's usually, like, completely out there. <laughs> All right. So he remembers during his college years uh, that his good friend Kevin was a part of the theater department and really got into makeup and prosthetics. He contacts him. Uh, and it turns out he is a makeup artist for the haunted. Okay, so what I'm gonna do, what I want to, even though like Kevin's not like a huge part of the movie, uh, he he's kind of like big in the like uh, Halloween uh, like maze kind of department. So like half of October he works at the haunted circus, and then the the other half of October he works at uh, Not Scary Farm. So he has to travel quite a distance. That'd be cool. But he pays. He gets paid good. Yeah. Wait, you really actually know what Not Scary Farm is? I know what Not Scary Farm is. I just haven't been. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, no. Is a lot of people actually don't know what Not Scary Farm is. So I'm actually amazed that you actually know what it is. Well, my parents are from California, so they know what it is. It's just we've never been. Oh. Okay. You should, dude. It's so much fun. Ghost Rider, one of the my favorite wooden roller coaster ever. I don't trust wooden right, roller uh, coasters, so Ke- <laughs> but this one's worth it. You'll get whiplash. It's so worth it. Great, or I could get in a car accident too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not as fun. 
<laughs> Arguable. <laughs> At least uh, with that, you get a I little bit of drama in your life. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I'm sure we could try to add some drama with Ghost Rider. Uh, all right. So, uh, Kevin says he's never really done something like this, but he is up for the challenge. After the final touches are made, Chandler contacts Shannon and sets up an interview. So I don't know if it's been clear enough. I don't know if it's clear, but at this point, you know, like he's transformed himself into Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. But should I keep the name Jubilee Dyer? I don't know. I don't know how the hell to say her first name. Isn't it like Jubilee Dyer? Doubtfire, my dear. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I I I keep forgetting that she has a first name. <laughs> Kayla. Yeah, I know. Shameful. I'm pretty sure it's. I think you said if if it's if you don't say it like Jubadire or Jubadire, we're gonna get so roasted in the comments. <laughs> yeah, we're, we probably we're get are destroyed. So, you know what, Margaret Doubtfire—that's her name in mind. Margaret Doubtfire. <laughs> that works. I think it has a nice ring to it. Alright, so he uh, contacts Shannon and sets up an interview. Still trying to get used to disguising his voice. Because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, like, he comes across as still having, like, an old lady's voice, but he's still, like, you know, like, trying to perfect it. Uh, Shannon explains that, explains the tasks of the job and how her kids are on a tight schedule. Uh, impressed by Chandler's resume and his experience in nannying, even though, you know, like he lied out of his ass and most of his, uh, contacts were his, uh, old buddies from college. Uh, she hires him on the spot, not knowing he was the only one that applied. And the reason why is because over the years, Shannon's kids have gained quite the reputation, um, in the nanny world. So that's why. Ooh. Yeah. Still don't know where I want that to go. Um, to many, they yeah. So to many, they are the worst of the worst. Over time, though, after a couple of weeks, the kids begin to warm up to Mrs. Doubtfire as well as Shannon. She feels she can talk to her about anything, including what happened to her husband. Chandler starting to consider his this family his own and falling for Shannon, must decide if he wants to keep his job or risk everything for a second shot at happily ever after. So yeah, so I didn't want to write an ending. I kind of want to just, I don't know, like let people guess for when the movie's actually made, which it, it won't. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Well, that is really you. good. Thanks, bro. Is there any changes you would make? We've made some great ones so no, far. Nothing that I can think of. I think the like j- the change of it, him being like trying to reconnect with a f- with his family, and maybe like try to get his kids back or whatever. Um, from the original, yeah. I think that changing it to be like, oh, I need a job, would be real. Like, is a really good twist on that. Yes. Um Yeah, and I can I could see that working out like really, really well. And we all know Jack Black would have the time of his life in this role. Oh my gosh. I mean 
that would be freaking iconic. Like it would be, I mean, yeah. as iconic as you could get doing a replacement of whatever Robin Williams has done. Yeah, he. I feel he would be a great follow up to honor Robin Williams' work because I mean, no one can replace him as Mrs. Doubtfire, but I think Jack Black could do a really good portrayal. Yeah, he'd do a really good job. Ah, uh, dang. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone first. <laughs> All right. My story's not nearly as structured as nah, yours. No, come on, man. Let's hear it. All right. So mine is a reboot. So this is in okay. a world where Mrs. Doubtfire exists. The movie. The movie exists. Okay. So, I mean, I don't have names for, like, all of my people, but the person that I'm choosing to be, I'm just going to say Doubtfire, or Mrs. Doubtfire, I'm picking someone that is actually really close to Jack Black. Uh, I'm choosing Adam Devine. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Okay, I'm yeah, already so I want board. him to be like kind of a deadbeat guy that lives with his parents, um, and I think I want his parents to be Melissa McCarthy and Will Forte. Hell yes. Yeah, so I, I kind of want a bearded it. Will Forte because bearded Will Forte looks a lot older. <laughs> True. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the, that's the the mom and dad that I want. And I, so my okay. story kind of goes where she, they kind of, like, they're just kind of sick of his antics. um, Like, not doing anything around the house, just kind of like, just taking advantage, ultimately. um, So he get, or they kick him out. And so, when they kick him out, he goes to live with a friend. Um, so, he has two friends. Uh, I chose his friends being, uh, one's Robbie Amell. Oh, okay. Which, do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so, him, what's he, what else is he, like, in um I'm trying to hear like just so like for the people that don't know let me look him up just one second okay so while you're looking him up his other friend is the makeup artist slash special effects person and i'm choosing aubrey plaza because i think she just gives off that vibe you're not wrong (laughs) yeah that she's just kind of into the like the creepy makeup or just doing makeup stuff. Yeah, you're dude, you're um, not wrong. Yeah, so those are his two friends. He goes to live with Robbie. Um but I mean I'm going to say Robbie has like a girlfriend or something. I ha- I didn't cast his a girlfriend for him. Okay. But I mean may, it very well could be Aubrey Plaza. But maybe it's just they're getting acquainted to being like living that couple life, 
and he's kind of like cramping their style. Okay. So they're like, all right, you need to find somewhere else. And then he becomes desperate and he's like, I don't know what, where else to go. And then while he's scrolling on, let's say like Facebook or something, he scrolls and sees uh, his mom has posted an ad for like a, a maid or a, like an in-house, uh, like a housekeeper. And he sees that and sees that that's his opportunity to, like, they, like, he's going through and seeing what they're requiring and seeing the list of stuff that he, he needs to do. And then they, he sees that they offer, or that they're offering him the position, whoever gets the position, to live in-house with them. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of like, a live-in housekeeper. Yeah. So he sees this opportunity and he's just like, I need to get that job. And so Robbie points out, he's just like, they're not going to let you home and blah, blah, blah. And then somewhere in the background, they hear Mrs. Doubtfire playing. And so he just kind of like gets super wide-eyed, looks over at Aubrey's character and it, she's just like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> and then it's like, sh- they end up doing it. I know CinemaSins is going to get pissed at me for that. Because <laughs> they are constantly sinning. Like, character says he's not going to do something, but ends up doing it anyway. <laughs> ding! <laughs> I'll take the ding. <laughs> so, she ends up doing like the, the whole like makeover thing. Mrs. Doubt firing it up. Um, and then I don't know if I want him to go with like a the Doubtfire name. What? I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, just with how famous of a, like I said, Mrs. Doubtfire exists in this movie. So that movie exists in this movie. Yes. With how famous of a movie Mrs. Doubtfire is, I don't think he could get away with calling himself Doubtfire. That's a good point. Yeah, so... Or maybe he does. Maybe he he could go with it. And, like, maybe he could go with, like, the Doubtfire name. It's just... Yeah. I don't know. If you go with the Doubtfire name... You have to have the parents acknowledge that they know the movie. Otherwise, they're just like. Or like, could it be like a kind of like a. Could it be uh, like the parents are just like, man, why does that name sound so familiar? Like kind of that kind of thing. (sighs) Kind of. It's not, not, not that they forgot. It's just. Like, maybe they just acknowledge, they're just like, oh, my name's blah, 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 Doubtfire. And then they're just like, like the movie? (laughs) And then he's just like, yep. (laughs) That's my name. It's a family name. And then just, yeah, pretty much. Just kind of pull that shit off, right? And then they just are like, okay. And so they 
end up, and then maybe like no one else applies for the job, or maybe other people do, and that he's just like at uh his friend's house, just freaking out, being like, "They're never gonna hire me!" Like they freaking know, and or maybe like Robbie before, like they do the whole makeup thing after when he's just like, "How do I look?" After they find his look. Maybe Robbie's just like, they're going to know it's you. I mean, your mom changed your ass. It's <laughs> <laughs> just something like that. Oh. And then, yeah, so he's just like freaking out about not getting the job. And then he gets a call from his mom or maybe his dad. I'll say his dad. He gets a call from his dad at, or saying, like, hey, you got the job. And so he goes in and lives with his his parents, like goes and basically just lives in his room again and starts doing all the things like on the list, being like self-sufficient and whatnot and basically doing all these different things. Um, but they maybe they rent out a sibling's room. So maybe that yeah, like let's say they rent out a sibling's room in for um for someone like the love interest. And so that gives him like the the motivation to use the money that he's getting to move out. So it's not like cuz he like he's taking advantage being like, "Oh, their son is like super cute or blah blah blah." And all this other stuff. So just trying to get in with this girl. And then it's like you can have that like where he needs to switch back and forth. Yeah. And just like that that craziness. Okay. And then by the end. I want him to. I want the 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 girl that moves in with the parents to kind of figure out who he is. And be like, okay, this is weird. And then leave. And then him kind of just be down in the dumps and whatnot. And then his mom comes to him and starts to, like, console him. Basically revealing that she knows that it's been him the entire time. (laughs) And then he's just like, what? Like, you knew it was me. And then her just kind of going back on that joke that. His friend makes him being like, well, yeah, I changed your ass for <laughs> for the first, like, part of your life. <laughs> like, you think a little makeup is going to make me not recognize you? Like, that kind of deal. Okay. And then it's just, like, shows him, get like, his life together, and then maybe he gets a job doing some performance art or whatever. Or maybe he gets into, like, housekeeping. That'd be really funny if he did. It's like, wait, I actually like this. Yeah, just, like, something where it's just, like, yeah, that's that would be my whole story. Where it's just, <laughs> his parents let him in and just, <laughs> like, just, they know it's him. But, like, they don't lead on to that at all. Okay. But then, I don't want it to be, like... As soon as he changes his ways, or once like they figure it out that he gets with the girl, 
it's like it'd be like a significant amount of time afterwards. Okay. Okay, I like that. that. You like reconnects. I'm glad that you're ignoring. So maybe the... like do a six months, eight months later, and then they run into each other. Okay, I'm glad that you're ignoring like the basic um, love story trope. Love it. Yeah. Or maybe he just runs into someone else and love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe like that kind of deal. Okay. Well, I don't know. If you're throwing a love interest in, I think the goal at the end should be that they get together. That's the, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Because then, it, like, honestly, the rest of the movie kind of just means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they're just thinking of, like, what they could do at the end. So have it maybe be, like, they go and, I don't know, like, pull, like, a friends thing. And they're just like, oh, like, hey, sorry for tricking you into thinking I was this old lady. And her being like, oh, it's okay. And then introducing them to someone else. It just kind of... I. F- for me, that would feel like a little bit of a betrayal yeah. for a movie that I watch where it's like, okay, at the end, you kind of want them to end up together, but you also don't want it to end up together immediately. Yes, that's true. So I would do that like maybe at like a post credits thing or maybe just like right at the ass end, uh, just throw in like. An eight months later thing. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I got. <laughs> I love it. What are you saying that I have the better story? I feel both of ours are really good. I think they both really work out. They really do. <laughs> Honestly, I could see both of these working as a uh, remake slash reboot. So, so par- I, yeah, I actually don't even know who made the original Mrs. Doubtfire, but whichever studio did, hit us up. Um, shit, what's the one with the the Statue of Liberty? Oh, Columbia? Yeah, I think it was Columbia. Okay, well, hit us up, Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to tag him in this episode. Do it. <laughs> Or if it wasn't Columbia, I'll tag whatever studio <laughs> did this movie. I'm kind of interested now. I got to find out. Because yeah, I think you're I'm, right. I think it was Columbia. Oh, no. It was actually distributed by 20th Century Fox. We're both wrong. Really? Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> See, I know Disney does Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, hit us up. Well, who should I tag? Well, I could probably tag 20th Century Studio. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, this movie... Okay, really quickly, I just got to point out, Mrs. Doubtfire killed it at the box office. Holy shit. It only cost twenty five. Yeah, what it do? So it cost twenty five million to make. It grossed over four hundred and forty one million dollars. Damn, that is a lot for back then. Because this came out in nineteen ninety three. Jeez, look at you go, Mister. I'm Robert surprised Williams. the sequel hasn't come out. 
Well, I don't think Robin Williams wanted to do one. That's fair. Yeah. Why touch perfection? I don't know, for fun? <laughs> fair, but then we get... That's why we touched it, isn't it? That's true, but then, you know, we get... Not saying ours ours would be good, but I'm I'm just saying when we touch uh, greatness, we get like a Christmas story too and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, just you're saying. Right. <laughs> Not saying that would happen <laughs> with ours because it wouldn't, but just saying. Yeah. Well, Christina is going to have to let us know what she thought. <laughs> yes. I hope you liked it, Christina. I hope you liked both. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do uh see if she's down for doing a breakdown of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. I will ask her. Because I'm sure she'd love to do that. Yes. <laughs> Alright, well, cool. So this is a bit of a shorter episode for us. Yeah, no kidding. Damn. Um Yeah, but I mean, we—I thought it was going to be longer with us pitching both of our yeah, ideas, but that's what I thought too. <laughs> but guess not. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So, if you like this episode, want to hear more of our stuff, you can follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and more. You can also catch all of our episodes on our YouTube channel, as well as some bonus videos that we are going to make. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on social media. Uh, if you want to hit us up with an episode idea, want to answer our question of the week, which I didn't get out this week because we didn't fit, know what we were doing until yesterday. Yeah. I think this is like the last, the last, most last minute we've ever been last minute. If oh, that yeah, made definitely. any sense. Yeah. So our question of the week for next week, uh, we will be doing it. Or Rose is going to pitch us his Dreamcast for a Freddy versus Jason two. So what do you think the uh, question of the week should be? Um. All right. Um. I don't know, maybe like uh if Freddie and Jason went at it again, who wins this time? Well, who won last time? It's kind of a tie. I f- I feel it's <laughs> Okay, should we ask who won who in your opinion who won in Freddie versus Jason the first one? Should we ask that? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. That's a real good one. Okay, let's do that. Because All right, so that's our question of the week which will be posted on Let's say Wednesday. Let's do it. Or so, Tuesday. Should we do Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. Let's do Wednesday. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, so, or if you would. So, yeah. Uh, you can also hit us up on social media if you want to join us uh, ever. Uh, we would g- gladly like to have anyone on. Yes. Well, we are on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Allbros, Twitter and Instagram at The Allbros. You can email us as well at channel at gmail.com, as well as check out our website, which is tinyurl.com slash The Allbros, which has links to our merch store, 
which is on T Public at tpublic.com slash user slash the Albros channel. All one word. And whoever keeps buying our stuff, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah, send pictures of that shit. <laughs> we'll get a shout out. Come on, people, please. Yeah, just send it to our our uh, t- Twitter or Instagram or our Facebook if you have, if you want to do Facebook. Just we want to see who's getting our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I said, next week, uh, Dreamcast, Freddy versus Jason two, and until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb, and I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. Swear it gets worse and worse every week. Gosh damn it. Well, maybe you should try harder. Well, maybe you should suck my nipple. Gosh damn it. (laughs)